You're listening to the Superman Super Show, episode 12, Superman and the Black Gold Swindle. Hello, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Superman Super Show. I'm a host. My name's Ed, and a thousand miles over there to my left, whichever, uh, is my other host, Mr. Stephen Orr. How do all right. So now <laughs> this, this is the part where we banter. banter, banter and actually, banter. We're, we're not bantered out today. We, we have been right. the past couple of times because we jump this on is, and talk. And This is true. I, I will say uh, today, for the first time in several months, uh, I went out with my local club and played disc golf after work. So Nice. Nice. Yeah. I like am, I said, we got one just, just a couple blocks away. And every once in a while when I'm driving home from the grocery store, I'll see some some young hipster dudes out there throwing that disc around, chucking, chucking the disc. I, I am neither young nor hipster. Uh, so I, 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 it, it wasn't me, I, I guess is what I'm getting to. It's, you know, so. Well, I spent some time before uh, coming online tonight with uh, some stray kittens. Oh, okay. We have a, a, a stray cat uh, that uh, gave birth to a litter of kittens. And we've been feeding them, and they they live on our porch and under our porch. Uh, and, is that uh, where they were born under the porch? They were actually born in our cellar. We have one of those cellars you okay. get to from the outside, right? And the the door has never really quite fit, so they can squeeze so, right under the door. Okay. And uh, so that's where they were for the first few weeks of their lives, and then as they have been able to get out and and explore, they just they just been on the porch, man. Stay up. And cool. while the the mama cat has gotten used to me because, you know, of course I bring her food. Right. Um, the kittens are just, they're, they're spicy. Still they're spicy way, kittens. way yeah, squeamish. You, yes. you get, you get near them and they hiss and they spit at you. And, and it's pretty funny. They're so, they're just so cute. Cause they're so angry. They just, Ooh, look at this tough guy. You know? Yeah. You're like, <laughs> Oh yes. I'm intimidated. Yeah. You're <laughs> it so, worked. You're so tough. You're such a savage beast. <laughs> but, yeah. So that's what I did. I'm, you guys I'm, gonna, Keep them, or are you gonna? We're we're, we're gonna keep them. We uh, we need to at some point get the mom into a cat carrier and take it into the humane society to get her spayed or whatever. Yes, but, indeed. Um, so that so that you don't relive this every however many months it takes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, they're just uh, we've named all. There's there's six of them. We've named all six of them. Well, cool beans. Two of them don't quite have names yet, but. I just, I like to just sit out there and just do, just sit there and just let them get used to me. Well, yeah, yeah, though. Yeah. That's the best way to do it from what I understand. The kittens are really funny because they'll forget that I'm there and then they'll just come walking by like, like really close <laughs> oh, and no. then just happen to look up and then they they'll just, realize. it's like they just leap five feet into the air. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, what is that? It's a big gorilla. You know? It's like you just appeared and you're yeah. like, no, I've been here the whole time, man. It's Bigfoot. All right. All right, so today, guys or gals or everyone listening, no, no uh, gender assumptions on my part. That's right. All you listeners, today we're looking at Superman and the Black Gold Swindle, which appeared in Action Comics number eleven. Now it was written by Jerry Siegel, penciled by Paul Cassidy, uh, ghosting Mister Schuster, but it was inked by Joe Schuster. And this was published by DC Comics, uh, cover dated April 1939, with, uh, according to Mike's Amazing World, 
a an on sale date of March 7, 1989. So just roughly a month ahead of the cover date. Yeah. And now I don't know if we've ever really found out or, or thought about it. This April 1939 cover date, was that the date that they were supposed to pull the comic book? Isn't that what those dates typically are? Yeah, I think we've talked about that. That's our assumption. Okay. And I, I feel like I've heard other podcasters talking about that. And and yeah, the 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 cover date is supposed to be the date they, they uh, yeah, I guess they pull it off the shelf. That's, that's the interesting off, that it was only a month. Send it back. Yeah. Hmm. That is, yeah. Pretty weird. You, know, you you would think even back then that they would eh, let it stretch a little bit longer before you yeah. had to do something with the the unsold copies. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Here's what happened. Clark Kent investigates the story behind a man who committed suicide. He discovers the man was clutching his shares of the black gold oil well. He soon learns that Meek and Bronson, a pair of brokers, have bilked many people out of money relating to that oil well. Superman breaks into their office and gets a list of all the people who have stock in the oil well. He pretends to be a businessman named Homer Ramsey and buys all the stock from all the people at the price that they originally purchased it. Then he runs to the oil town and discovers that no work is being done. He sneaks into the oil well and digs for oil all night with no luck. As he's walking away, the well finally erupts with oil. Superman runs back to Cleveland. In the meantime, Meek and Bronson have discovered that the well has struck. They immediately try to buy back the stock from all the people they sold it to and discover that all the stock has been sold already to Homer Ramsey, who has no interest in selling. So they hire Louis the Rat and Nate the Snake to kill him. I mean, who else would you hire? The two confront Clark Kent and take him to a deserted road. He roughs them up and leaves them on Bronson's doorstep. As Bronson is driving to Meek's house to tell him what happened, Clark Kent jumps into Bronson's car. Says he's willing to sell the shares for $1 million. They balk until they realize that they can make more than a million on the oil well. They quickly make the deal. Later that night, Superman kidnaps both Meek and Bronson, carries them to the oil well, then has them watch as he destroys all of the equipment. He then lights a torch and throws it on the oil, burning it all up. He tells Meek and Bronson that they'd better stop selling stocks or he'll pay them another visit. Wah, wah. Um, first, the, the thing that really stuck out in my mind, Clark Kent, when he was going through and, and, and was buying the stock that all the other people had, spent $5,000 as a reporter right. in 1939. I'm like, Dog, how long have you, you could not have, you don't get paid that well and you haven't been working that long. Where yeah. did you get that money? Is that like Ma and Pa Kent's life savings that they <laughs> gave him when he left? You know, I was like $5,000. And then, you know, of course, like it, uh, the recap here says, a million dollars in 1939? Pfft, dog. Yeah, that's the money. You, you'd have been the top one percenter there. Yep. Easily. I, uh. Actually, didn't really care for the story all that much. <laughs> I I found I enjoyed his plan. I enjoyed some of the stuff that he that 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 he did here. I I I can appreciate what he did, you know, by uh, buying up all the stock and uh, then selling it and then <laughs> destroying the oil. It wasn't <sighs> enough that he destroys the oil well. He has to do it in front of them. He has to. They have to witness him doing it. 
which I, I find like, I mean, that's pretty cocky, frankly, for for he's like, the law can't touch me. So you're going to watch me do this. It's, but, it's, uh, it's pretty mean, really. Well, I mean, a mean spirited at the yeah, very least. But, uh, that's that's Superman, though, as, as we're learning at, at this point in time. Wow. It's like if you are trying to put one past regular folk, Superman has no compassion for you in any way. Yep. When he finds out. Oh, man. Yep. 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 And this was not at the level of the previous issue mm-hmm. or what it, what he's going to do in the issue after this. It, it, yeah. No. So this was almost and I, I think you said it in the last episode. He's fairly tame. And in, in, even though he's kidnapping people and destroying De- property, destroying property, lighting it on fire. Yeah. Um, it, I thought it was amusing here where uh, Meeks is driving by and he jumps into the car as it's as his dra- he he jumps into the the I was like yeah oh wow okay dog you're you're serious now yeah. as Clark Kent jumps into the car well and if uh, let's see we look at panel twenty four when he takes out the Night Watchman it's it it's a funny panel to me because first of all he's Superman. And he's he's leaping on this guy's back from behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I have to do this. And I mean, come on. He could have just tapped him lightly yep. on the back on of the head and knocked him out just, or something. Yeah. But he he literally, he could have broken both of the guy's legs doing something like that. And you so, see in the next panel that he leaves him tied up. Yeah. Yep. I, I think that's what we're supposed to think from from the it almost looks like shoelaces but i I think he's tied his feet and so it's like wow yeah you're serious not only did you knock him out but you tied him up too to make sure yep oh he tied his shoelaces together there's no way he's getting free (laughs) that old gag (laughs) yeah and uh i love um first of all i just i want to point out here i i i almost want to start and i'll have to go back and look at the other issues now but i almost want to start a like a count of how many episodes in a row does he pick somebody up, tuck them under his arm, and then go leaping about with them? Because he he does it here in a let's see panel eighty eighty four. I mean, I feel like every issue we've read recently, he at some point picks somebody up, tucks them under an arm. He's got two people in panel eighty four. Right. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I. <laughs> I just find that funny that that's just that's just something he does a lot now. He just Take, takes them to somewhere else. Yeah. And, and that's how he does it. He doesn't like arrange for them to be there or to come to him or anything like that. He goes and gets them yep. and drags them to wherever he wants them to be. Yeah. It's just funny. And then, of course, the two guys hired to, to kill Homer. I have to remember that name. I should I should start writing down every one of his aliases. A- oh, as well Because he's got some. He's. He, he, He's had a few aliases so far, but the the two guys go to take him out. And of course, you know, they don't know that they've got Superman. Yep. But Louis the Rat and Nate the Snake. Nate the Snake. Aptly named. Homer Ramsey, that was his name. Um, This is not the first time he uses X-ray vision, is it? Is this the second Mm, time? uh, No, I think this is the first time. Okay. I thought I... I, Because we... We did read this. We were meant to talk about this last time we recorded. And we just, because we spent so much time on the feedback episode, which wasn't supposed to be its own episode, we just didn't get to this. So I do remember making a note somewhere. Yeah. So what is that? 49, Superman's Mm -hmm. x-ray eyesight and super acute hearing 
permit him to see and hear all that is occurring in the shabby room. So, yeah, I made the note also that this was the first time that he was referred to as the Man of Steel. I, well, didn't that first appear in a headline a few issues back? Mm, I, I don't think those words. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like looking. You've only got like 10 whole issues. That's like 13 yeah. pages. That's only 130 pages to go back through. Nah. <laughs> Make everybody wait. Hold on. Let me study these these 10 issues here. And and actually, it may be here uh, on the very last panel where it says Superman, Man of Steel, Action Comics. Yeah. So I, I think this is the first time he's actually referred to as the Man of Steel in that those three words will go on and continue to be a reference for Superman. Yeah, I just I feel like we feel like there was a, a, a an issue that now I am kind of looking for it that started out with with headlines. Yeah, one of the narration we, things. Well, no, it was we we were seeing newspaper headlines, mm. and one of them referred to him as the Man of Steel, and I don't I just don't remember which is, issue that was. It's I I can't remember if it was the one where everybody's trying to get him because he's now public enemy number one. <laughs> <laughs> Which that, Man, you know, that didn't last very long, did it? No, but if the public knew everything that he did, he would still be public enemy number one. Yeah, I feel like I had my my thing takes so long to scan through pages, unfortunately. But I, I feel like we did. We talked about that. Okay. Could a be. number of episodes back. Um, it's like nobody says it in the comic. Nobody says it out loud. Yeah, there it is. Um it's issue, it's the first page of issue number six. There are four newspapers, and one of them says, Mystery Man of Steel reappears. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to stick to that he's referred to in this story. <laughs> Sticking to your guns. For the first time. Yep. I gotta find it's, my... it's just a small hill I'm standing on here. Just a, just a small Defend that hill. That's it. But, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't, I really don't know what else... I want to say about this story because it was, I mean, it was fun. Um, I, and I, I don't know, compared to the previous issue and what we're going to get in the next issue, it was, it was pretty tame. It, it wasn't anything kind of that we haven't seen already from him right. as far as behavior. Um, right. you know, uh, he, he's, he's sticking up for the little people that got took and wanting to make amends there. Yeah. Um, you know, now I will say he was rather aggressive in destroying the oil derrick and then setting it on fire. That, that's, yes. you know, one, one or the other would have been just, you know, very sufficient. But no, no, he did both. And all I can think of are these images that we saw in the news of when we evaded Iraq and yep. all of the oil fields on fire, just these yep. Big pillar. I'm like, so that's what you left. You left just this big pillar of flame in the countryside and just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, I mean, he, he's like, all right. So first of all, I'm going to make sure that, uh, it, it's like he, de he destroys the oil rig and then maybe realizes after he does so that, well, but they could just build another oil rig. And, <laughs> the and, oil's still there. They yeah, can the oil. So maybe so. I should set it on fire. So, <sighs> yeah. Which then, also brings to mind another uh, a movie. Um, John Wayne as a he he worked in the oil fields as a person whose job it was to put out fires if they ever caught fire. And there's I, I 
remember this image of him with this big shield, of course, to block the flame. And, and he was the dude carrying the shield. And then there's like one person an arm's length behind him. He's like, uh, you know, no pun intended, but like blazing the trail. Yeah. And then um, Hell, Hellfighter? Hell, some, some, something like that, I think, was is the, the name of the movie. But it's a, it's a John Wayne movie. I haven't seen it. Well, that's okay. You don't have to. Quiet Man. You have I've to seen see Quiet, Quiet Man. Yeah, you I have, have to see I have Quiet seen that Man. One. That's, yeah. I feel like we watched that in school. That's that's John Wayne's best movie, but that's I have seen that one. My opinion, and it's correct. It's been forever since I've seen it. Alrighty, guys, and Doug S. If you're still out there, sir, and anyone else that is out there listening, we do want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Superman Super Show. If you want to drop us a line, you can do that at the Superman Super Show at gmail.com. If you want to help us in other ways, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts or any other of the uh, podcatchers that allow ratings. There's getting to be more and more now. Or just generally tell somebody. If you like the show, tell them you like it. Tell them where to find it. By all means, tell them what it's about, too. Don't just have them, you know, run into this blind. But, uh, but definitely just spread the word. Word of mouth. Just old school kind of, you know, get the popularity going. So, I think until next time, again, I'm Ed, and I'm saying goodbye, goodbye. And here's Stephen. I think he's going to say goodbye also. Goodbye. And so we'll both tell you goodbye. Goodbye. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. I tried to do the AOL because you... <laughs> You did it that one time, not meaning to. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>